This podcast is brought to you by Kindness Defined, our bold new look at kindness. This book will empower us to be kind, not nice, learn to say no with a smile, and experience the life-changing power of kindness. Grab your copy, whether physical or digital, at kindnessdefined.com today. <laughs> All right, good everybody. Uh, I'm changing up some things and shout out to all of the podcasters that do things consistently. Um, I'm trying to get on a schedule. And I what I thought was I'm gonna do this live to motivate folks to sign up to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to our Facebook group. We can do this live, and if you get a chance to hop on hop on we have a great topic tonight we're continuing our series but let me get started let me get started officially so uh what's good everybody welcome to the intro powered podcast i am your host i say daniels so glad you chose to listen today okay right before we begin if you haven't already uh we'd love for you to subscribe rate and comment on this week's podcast okay um, the Intro Power Podcast, and we got a YouTube channel where you can view it. And if you just want to listen on the ride, going to the gym or going to work, you can hop on, watch your clothes, folding clothes, all that stuff. Hop on and listen. This is for us. And by the way, we are. We want to build this tribe. This is the Intro Power Tribe that we're building here. That we want like-minded people who are powered by our no. Powered by our verbal no, email no, text no, whatever it is. We are powered by it, okay? Intro power, we are powered by our no to energize, to give energy to our bigger yes. A lot of us don't know that, and we need to land the plane. We need to give energy to our bigger yes, and the only way to do that is with our no. Without apology, with a smile, say no with a smile. I got something coming I can't wait to share that with you guys, but it's coming um, where we are recharged with kindness. Started with us. We are kind to us first, then to others while not being nice. We're going to dive deep into that tonight. And we are propelled by our life's magnet. I believe everybody has a life magnet that draws them, that pulls them forward, that they are passionate about, that they can connect their gift with their passion equals their life magnet which I believe is synonymous with our spiritual gift. So that is a long-term goal of where we're going to explain and break down. You know, I deal with, you know, my wife and I, we've been doing youth ministry, young adults for a long time. And the biggest question that they have is what do I do? Who am I? What do I do? What career do I choose? What degree program do I sign up for? You know, again, because it's a big investment and you don't want to just trip and fall and bumble and stumble, which a lot of us have end up starting and stopping. We need to identify first our life magnet. Then, then we can, I bet, I believe we can better identify the vocation that again includes and helps us uh, be who we are with our personality naturally without having to change up who we are. We want to be able to do things instinctively without having to worry about who we are and what people are looking at and all this kind of stuff. Um, we can be our natural, organic, regular self, right? 
uh, you know, we can include our personality, our temperament. We can include our definitely our passion. What were you passionate about? What makes us angry that we want to be the solution to a problem in today's world? That's what we want to find out, right? And then also our, which I call our spiritual gift. I believe everybody is born with a spiritual gift. And once you identify that and connect your passion and know your personality and temperament, then that will equal your life magnet where you, you look forward to Mondays instead of dreading dreading Mondays. That's the goal. What do you, we want everybody to look forward to Mondays. And even if you had a position or a job, you can still live out your life magnet while you're there and then creating a new space for being able to, to maybe transition to, to do uh, what you're more passionate about long-term moving forward. But you got to identify those things first. Okay, man, we got a great series where we've started. Uh, are we addicted to being nice? Are we addicted to being nice? That is the question, and I'm challenging us. Are we addicted to being nice? Again, being nice is basically when you do things for others with the expectation of getting something in return. See, that expectation can really hurt us. It really, really damage us because we're looking for something that is not for, because it's transactional. And I want us to get as the intro power tribe, I want our uh, good things that we do for ourselves first and then for others to be that of kindness, okay? I want it to be that of kindness where we can give without any expectation, no expectation. I'm telling you it's freeing and see, being nice is transactional, being kind is transformational. Y'all gonna hear me say it over and over and over again. And I'm calling out and I'm explaining each one of these podcasts, each one of these uh, seminars, whatever I end up doing is because I need to, us to understand the difference between being nice and being kind is from the east is to the west. It's different. It's different. And we have to expose it because a lot of us in our culture has made those two synonymous and they are different and they are not the same. Okay. So. Tonight's topic, and again, my goal is to, I get, tend to get long-winded, so I'm breaking these down into many, many series, talking about being addicted to being nice, and we're talking about codependency, okay? Let me break this down. Codependency involves the tendency towards unhealthy emotions and behaviors in one's relationships with others, okay? Um... And we, man, this is this is so deep, y'all. I need y'all to understand. We cannot afford to be codependent. Codependent. In fact, let me find where I really want to go, um, and let me break down what psychology today talks about. The definition of what codependency is all about. If we don't know what this is, and I believe being nice. See, those those two can be. You can mess around and think you're being nice, and again, it's culturally acceptable. But it's really detrimental to us long term when we're nice, where we're looking for transactions as opposed to transformation, right? See, codependency, let me break this down. We need to we need to call this out, and I need us to understand that being codependent is not the way to go. And a lot of us don't know who we are. We don't know that we're codependent. Okay, here it is. Is it codependency is a dysfunctional relationship dynamic where one person assumes the role of the giver sacrificing their own needs and well-being for the sake of the other the taker this is so deep codependency per psychology today is when you're the giver 
and then the other person is the taker. And we think, oh, what's wrong with that? It's because we give with, with the expectation. It's a dysfunctional relationship dynamic. The bond in question doesn't have to be romantic. It can occur just as easily between parent and child, friends and co uh, family members. I need us to understand what's going on here. This is significant and it's, uh, and when I, and it's time to call it out because a lot of us think we're being nice, but we're really being codependent where we are, um, it says where we are sacrificing our own needs and well-being for the sake of the other. And it should never go that direction. It should never go in that order where I feel like I have to give up part of myself and deplete myself in order to help someone else. We should want to give and be able to give out of the overflow. And that's why last week we talked about the symptoms of codependency. And I'll share a few of them here. The symptoms of codependency is when we have a hard time saying no. You know you might be codependent if you have a hard time saying no and you feel compelled to take care of people. Now these are individuals more times than not when we feel compelled to help people that are simply being irresponsible. And for some reason, we wanna go and save the day. Some of us have this hero complex. These are deep psychological issues that we must expose and bring to the light and make the necessary adjustments where we can be kind and not nice. But if we don't know how codependent we are, we're gonna fall into a trap and it's gonna be negative and detrimental to us. I'm telling y'all this is real and it's significant. And if we're not careful, it's gonna lead to burnout. That's I've been on this burnout series, but I need us to kind of go at it from all different angles. But tonight we're talking about um, consequences when we are codependent, these are the results. This is where we fall into the trap of codependency. And these are what this is what occurs because we're trying to be too nice and we are, you know, denying our own needs, thoughts, and feelings. When we say stuff like, I'm fine, which you're not fine. Or you say you're fine, but you're really fearful, insecure, neurotic, emotional. We get we start lying. We're being dishonest. See, a lot of us think we're being nice. We're really, the real truth of it is that we're falling into the codependency trap and we're really, the real uh, frustration part of it that really frustrates us long-term is that we are not honest. We, we, this is what we're gonna do in the intro power tribe is that we're gonna promote honesty, be able to say no with a smile. It's not so much as we don't wanna be honest, but we're, again, we're worried about things and we're trying to take control of things that we're not responsible for. One is other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. We can't be responsible. How we present the truth, we speak our truth, how we do it with the tone, the manner, the the the, the kindness. You know, we, we don't embarrass anyone. We take them to the side one-on-one, -on -one, you know, but we are clear. And we and see, we, we, we speak our truth sooner than later so that that person has the opportunity if they didn't wait till last minute, not our fault, but if they didn't wait till last minute, they can find new other opportunities and resources and individuals to help assist them as opposed to falling into the trap of saying yes when you really mean no. This is what, this is what it hurts us deep, y'all. I'm telling you, it hurts us deep and we are codependent where we sacrifice our own needs and well-being to give 
and then the other person is simply a taker. More times than not, they might say thank you, but they end up falling into the same trap and they coming back to you again for the same issue. And you find yourself in this cycle, always bailing them out, always helping them continue. Really, you see, I'm, I, I got to speak honest because I need us to hear the truth of this, but then I, I'm also coming with solutions on how to address it. Part three is how to address, if we find ourselves in a codependency trap, how to climb up out of there, the pit. <laughs> how do we climb up out of the codependency uh, pit? We fallen in, we're there. How do we climb out? That's next week, okay? But tonight, we're talking about the consequences of being codependent. Again, codependent is, uh, oh man, I gotta read it again. I need y'all to understand this. Codependency is a dysfunctional relationship dynamic where one person assumes they, more times than not, they didn't ask for this, but they assume they grab hold of it, assume the role of the giver, sacrificing their own need and well-being for the sake of others, the taker. See, some of us think that that's a good thing, and we've been culturally kind of uh, uh, taught that this is the lane we need to be in. This is being Christian, where we sacrifice. No, I'm telling, I'm, I'm bringing a big sledgehammer with. God wants us to give cheerfully, not out of uh, obligation and, 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 and anxiety. If I don't, then no, I get to choose to. That's the kind of uh, choices I want us to make. Not that I have to, but I choose to. That's what love always has a choice. Giving always should be done joyfully. We can't fall into this trap, y'all. Consequences, let's get into it. Because I don't want to keep these too long, but I need to call them out. I need to call them out and expose when we are codependent, when we fall into the codependency pit or into the trap, we get snatched by it. These are the consequences. These are what occurs. See, some of us, oh man, this is this first one hit me in the chest. First one, the first consequence of being codependent, these are the consequences, right? Uh, uh, these are maladaptive behaviors. Maladaptive means negative, and this is not the way we should address and move forward with things, okay? Now, first one, denial. Again, we're not willing to be honest. Oh, I'm not codependent. I'm not being too nice. But see, the challenge is, and I, I said this in one of my reels that I just made, if you want to catch the reels, you got to go on to Instagram. See, I'm trying to point people in different places to get to benefit, right? But listen, when we are in denial, see, what we really don't understand is that how the brain really works. See, when we, and see, the brain doesn't really know the difference between being nice and being quiet. We know consciously, but subconsciously, our brains don't know. So when we do nice things for other people, doing a kind, I mean, a good thing, a good thing, right? nice whatever but the brain the brain releases a neurochemical called dopamine what dopamine does is it gives the body like a natural high a great natural feeling without having to do things externally without having to do to to give the body external uh, uh, uh stimulants in order to get that same high and what the what the what these artificial things do is it helps it, it kind of tricks the brain and releases that dopamine that we're all looking for that natural high, that good feeling, right? 
So these are there are artificial ways to do it, then they are practical, honest, authentic ways, kind ways to get that same neurochemical release of dopamine to help us feel good. See, when we see man, okay, I'm gonna jump here, but I need us to understand. See, this when we do acts of kindness and but see when we do uh nice things. We also get that same dopamine release, but there's negative consequences to being nice. Okay, again, because we end up being codependent on that individual, we think we're doing a good thing for them, we're really enabling them, that's being nice, but, and we get that dopamine release, but at a, at a cost to us. That's the problem. When we are kind, there's no negative results of it. That's what I want us to, to shift from being nice to being kind because kindness gives without consequence. Kindness gives without expectation. That's the transformation. But being nice is transactional. You're waiting for the acknowledgement, the slap on the back, etc. But sometimes we never get it. And we a lot of fall into this trap. We are codependent. We don't feel like we are... Uh, 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 leaning on and need those other people we need to be the hero we need the opportunity to bail them out to feel to get again to get that dopamine neurochemical release in the body to have that natural high we need it some of us are addicted to it but at a, any addiction always has a negative consequence always what i want us to challenge see the first step the, the problem with being codependent the first consequence is that we live in denial we don't think we're enabling we don't think that we are uh, uh causing a worse problem by always bailing that individual out instead of allowing them to get the opportunity to be responsible to finally learn you know what i can't always lean on i'll say to help me here i need to step it up and we give them, we can, we can support them by listening and, and kind of reflecting and, and saying, you know, man, that, that, that's really difficult, isn't it? Man, you know, I'm sad to hear that. Can I help? No, but I'm here to support you. If you need me to go with you, but I can no longer give you money. I can no longer spend X amount of time past this time frame that you've already allotted to, to, to be, you know, see, we gotta be honest, y'all. We can't see the problem is that we try to help, but we're there and we think we're helping, we're being nice, but then all of a sudden it goes past where we want to, but we're not honest, we don't speak up. And then we start feeling angry and bitter on the inside. That's not healthy, nor will it help. And we live in denial. And my man, shout out to my brother Scott. And we he always used to say, denial is not just a river in Egypt. I know it's Courtney, I know, but I need us to understand. When we live in denial, we're not being honest. We don't want to address the issue that we're codependent. Where we sacrifice our own needs or well-beings for the sake of the other. We should give out of the overflow that once we have enough, we can give from that, not out of scarcity, but out of abundance. That's what we give out of abundance of our time, out of the abundance of our resources. So we can give with joy. Y'all going to hear this over and over. I'm, I'm going to beat this drum over and over and over again until it sinks in. Next one. Low self-esteem. Again, see a consequence of being codependent is that we struggle with low self-esteem. We don't think that we have 
agency. My wife loves this word that we don't have agency to speak our truth, to say, you know what? I can't help you here or now or in this time or with this amount, but I can help you here with this amount in this place. We're not being honest, but see, the problem is that we have, this is a, 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 a consequence of, of living in the codependent space is that we don't feel good about ourselves unless we are quote unquote helping being nice to the other other person. And we're always looking for places to help and to be nice, looking for places, looking for places, looking for places, because we really don't feel good about ourselves until we're sacrificing for others. That is a dangerous place to be. When we feel like our self-worth have goals, when we give out of a detriment, we give and we are depleting our resources, our time, our money, our, our mental bandwidth. We're depleting ourselves when we give and then the, still the person doesn't change, still the person constantly needs you, but because we don't feel good about ourselves, we jump to their aid, we always answer the phone, we're always responsive to their, to their DMs and messages, et cetera. This is where we get into problems. This is where it hurts because we have low self-esteem. We don't esteem ourselves well. And, and, I, and I heard the quote, and I'm always gonna say it wrong, but the principle is, is that, um, and I'm not gonna say it because I'm not gonna say it right, but basically we are to, not to think of think less of ourselves, but to, uh, oh man, I can't, it's from, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I'll find it next time. It, I'll post it. I always forget it. But um, see again, a maladaptive pattern. These are maladaptive that we are codependent and we choose to respond to it negatively. And these are the consequences. Another one is compliance. Compliance. Every time the phone rings, every time we get an email, every time we get a DM whatever it is in person somebody catches in the hallway always huffing and puffing you know he's oh, oh, glad i found you <laughs> so usually if somebody says that they're waiting to the last minute and all and they know to come to you because they know you will bail them out now again there is a space now this we got to be so honest with ourselves we have to know and and we there's a a, a principle called the um emotional bank account you know, and we gotta be wise to understand, okay, this person helped me out here. I'm willing to sacrifice potentially for a short term to help this person because they blessed and encouraged and helped me and, and came through for me and supported me, whatever. There's 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 an emotional bank account that we need to be honest with ourselves and willing to do. But the problem is that the person is always taking withdrawals but never putting deposits. Usually, you know that person. You know who they are right now. Yes, you do. You know, as soon as you see that caller ID, you know, you know. But the problem is that we fall into this lane of compliance. And we always feel like we have to say yes. Or we're, 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 the, the, we're, the, the gear is stuck every time someone asks. And this, is, this goes into why we as the Intro Power Tribe must know who we are. We have to have a bigger yes. We have to identify our bigger yes. We have to plan around our bigger yes. We have to write down and, 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 and coordinate our schedule with that in mind and then create spaces. This is what I'm going to teach in my coaching package. Create spaces for kindness because we need to develop a system around our bigger yes so we know instantly what to say no to because we can say yes to that request in this time frame that fits with us, not negating our bigger yes. 
Oh, man, I need y'all to hear this. Next one, next one, next one. I got to keep going. Okay, see the problem? Again, codependency, the consequence is now we either go to compliance, always saying yes, then, which is another way of saying avoidance, uh, Number no, this is number four in the uh, consequences of being codependent, is that we either go from compliance, now we go to avoidance. Now we're saying no to everything and everyone because many of us sadly have fallen into uh, what um, Gretchen Rubin calls in her book, The Four Tendencies. And we, my wife and I love reading and referencing this book, but it's a powerful book, again, to understand your tendencies. Now, I don't love how she describes uh, more uh, m majority of those who may fall into the introverted personality type. And, and, and she calls it, um, you know, obligers, right? And I don't love that. I think it has a negative connotation, but the research and, 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 and breakdown that she gives is very apt. But when we fall into avoidance, many of us is what she fall into, what she terms as obliger rebellion, that we've said yes for so long that we are done. We quit. We shut down. We say no to everything and everyone. And the problem is that we also say no to ourselves. Yeah, we say no to ourselves. We stop taking care of ourselves. We stop prioritizing our self-care and our personal stewardship, being responsible. We, we shut down and we kind of go into a place, a dark place of, of and, and, and we find ourselves avoiding anything and everyone. And that's not where we, this is, this is not being mature. This is not being responsible. This is not being confident. This is going to the negative where we avoid, we, 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 we live in avoidance. We make excuses. We lie. We, we shouldn't have to resort to lies in order to speak our truth. Truth. That's the space we need to live in. Our hearts are not built to harbor, and to, to remember the lies. That's where we fall into problems. And then, then we got to remember the first lie, then we got to remember the next two lies so that we don't contradict the other three. No, 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 no. A thousand times no. We need to live and speak in our truth and be able to say no with a smile. And a lot of us struggle with this and we fall into avoidance or she calls a uh, 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 obliger rebellion. Now, see then, see when we get to obliger rebellion, that's when the fussing and cussing comes out. That's when the 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 the, uh, the animosity that we've harbored for years, some of us at that job with our, 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 our sibling or a family member, you know, friends, man, see, you didn't, you, you did this 10 years ago and I still didn't forgive you because you weren't honest and now you, and they didn't know, but you held on to it for 10 years. Then all of a sudden you got, you fall into a blodger rebellion. Now you want to remind them, uh, tell them how bitter and spiteful you are to them. Every time you see them, saw them from that time forward, that it was just animosity and vitriol and, and, and that suppressed anger, which is bitterness stewed and marinated and just turned into bile on the inside and it destroys us from the inside out literally and figuratively because we are not being honest we fall into the trap of codependency and we start down the lane of avoidance and that lane of avoidance will eventually run into smack run slam right into oblige a rebellion and this is a dangerous place to be 
We cannot harbor lies and pretend that we're not feeling a certain way. We cannot. Our hearts and minds are not built for that without negative consequences. These are the negative maladaptive patterns using a psychology term. These are maladaptive. These are negative ways to re, to, to, to handle and address the challenges that we have of, of being codependent, of, of sacrificing ourselves for the well-being of others that simply take and never give, simply take and never learn, simply take and, and stay irresponsible. All the while, our bigger yes gets left on, on the back burner, never getting brought to the forefront. This, uh, man, I, even when I think about it, I feel sad because I used to be there. We, y'all that are listening and then this, this tribe, y'all know who you are. You're frustrated beyond belief, but we have no voice. It's time to speak our truth. It's, and we cannot harbor it long, longer. The, every day, every week, every month that goes by, it turns into more uh, emotional bile is what I call it. It's, 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 it's a lie. It's, it's unconfessed, unspoken truth that we don't, we, 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 we try to avoid hurting somebody else's feeling. But every time we see them, it, it, we have all vitriol and, and, and frustration in our, in our heart. But our eyes and our demeanor never show it. I'm fine. We're lying, we're being dishonest, and it's causing negative uh, consequences. And the last one is control. The last consequence of being codependent, falling into trap of codependency, then all of a sudden now we wanna control everything. We wanna control people, we wanna control, and, and then really gets it, then we fall, we mess around and fall into the trap of, 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 of a manipulation Again, we're not speaking our truth. Now we want to control everything. We don't want anybody to help. We want to do it all ourselves. Um, and we, 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 we don't want to allow anyone in. We, we want to control. Okay, we don't want to give, we don't want any help. See, again, that's negative. We, any, we, we're not going to be successful in this life alone. So we think we have to control everything. We have to stuff our truth. We have to figure it out ourselves. We have to quote unquote man up. All negative. These are maladaptive results of being codependent. What we do for others at our own detriment. Then, then now as a, as, a, as a response to that negativity that we've harbored, that dependency, now the consequence now is that we find, we, we find ourselves we have to control everything. We have to protect, uh, uh, you know, protect our heart. And don't answer the phone and we 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 run away and and we tell people what to do we boss people around that's that's not healthy we 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 are we thrive and we do better in a tribe but you can't control everyone in the tribe and expect yourself and others to grow and mature control is not the way to go so i'm challenging us as we close here I'm challenging us and we're again next week. Y'all going to want to meet part and I think I'm going to I'm going to stick to, uh, you know, where we'll do the live on the in the um, and, and that's why I need y'all to sign up. If you want to go live, if you want to make a comment, nobody make comment. Uh, and I need us to have this conversation. This is a conversation that I want us to have because how do we deal and how do we find our way out of the pit codependency? We're going to talk about that next week. So again, thanks you all for so much for listening. Re friendly reminder, if you have not already, another way to connect with us is to like our Facebook group, the Intro Power Tribe. 
hop on Facebook, like our, our page where we will dive deeper and we're going to create spaces where we can speak our truth, where we can say no with a smile so that we could create space for our bigger guests to manifest itself and to become a reality in our lives so we could do exponentially more for others. That's the goal of the Intro Power Tribe. Just like our page, uh, subscribe to our, our, our YouTube channel, uh, also to our podcast, the Intro Power Podcast, where we could do this together. We can do this together. And, we're, and eventually we're going to talk about the power of the tribe. We need everyone that is successful, all as part of a tribe of like-minded people. And that's my goal. That's our goal of what we're going to be building together. So remember, nice people do finish last, but kind ones rise to the top. Let's go.